Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. We're sticking with the pause. We're going to keep the pause there, and it's going to well, stay part you know, of the system. You know, Clint, uh, full disclosure, uh-huh. don't like to get too behind the weeds, but that time I had to swallow. So I don't so know. Last time it was talking. you forgot what our podcast was called. So this last time, time I forgot the name of the podcast. This time that it's, was, it's saliva. This time I this this time I thought I could drool all over this microphone. Or <laughs> and by drool I mean the whiskey that's in my mouth. There, well, <laughs> or you know, or what? I could just. Go ahead and pause. By the way, you have just talked about getting behind the weeds, letting people in. Everybody now knows when we get off the rails, well, cheers. <laughs> uh, hey, we're glad you found us. Locked on Bulldogs podcast, unlocked on podcast net. We're glad you're here with us. Daniel and I are pretty much bonafide the best fans that you'll ever meet on planet Earth. Uh, and not just best fans of like all things, but no, 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 best fans of UGA sports in very, very particular fashion. I'd say tied for the best with you, the listener. That uh-huh. would that, put you up there always, as well. Always I mean, sucking up to the listener, Daniel. Well, the, they are literally the <laughs> only reason that we are recording this podcast after all. So, Let um, me revise uh, my statement. We yep. are... We're not worthy of you, listener. We're beneath you. <laughs> uh, we are Georgia fans. That's what this podcast is all about. It's a podcast for fans, by fans. We we love you guys. Uh, you love Georgia. We love Georgia. Um, you bleed red and black, as do we. And this podcast is just a place to talk like fans talk. It's not insider information. It's not, we don't have some secret source in the program. We're not recruiting gurus. We're not behind any sort of a paywall. No, uh, there is no, no, no paywall blocking us from anyone. I uh, won't be held down. Uh, no, no. Also, I'm not sure anybody would cross it if there was <laughs> like this. It would be like, a, oh, there's a paywall, there's a wall? Oh. Nah, I'll pass. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, don't worry. It's only two feet high. Nah, still not worth the effort. I'm not. I'm not interested. Just sign and, uh, our petition. Not even that. I can't. No, even. not going to do that. I'm not even going to click this link. I'm not even going <laughs> to give you my email address. Uh, no, there's no paywall. This is just Georgia fans talking like Georgia fans do. Um, we're glad that you're here. If you're a listener to this podcast, if you've been with us for a long time, we really appreciate you. If you're new to the show, um, uh, we really appreciate you checking us out. Want to give you an idea of what we're all about which hopefully we have, and let you know that if you want to join in this conversation, you can join uh, lots of other Georgia fans who are just like you. Uh, you can email us at LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. Lots of people do that um, uh, that want to get their thoughts and opinions heard. We, If you have ideas for the show, if you have things you want to hear us talk about, if you have takes on our takes, if you want to respond, if you have questions, all that stuff, mm-hmm. um, uh, you can email us there. You can hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. We're on there. Um, we'll see you um, if you mention us. Um, we would love to follow you and have you follow us on there um, uh, as well. So we're here every day of the week. We appreciate the subscriptions, the downloads, you know, all the referrals. We appreciate all the ratings and reviews, those of you who have done that. Um, <clears throat> By those with opposable thumbs or tails? 
we we really do appreciate all of them um uh, so thank you for that if you haven't done that yet you can just leave us a rating especially on apple Podcasts. that helps us out a tremendous amount just click five stars if that's all you want to do that's all you have to do if you want to if you want to type a sentence about uh something that you like about the show that's up to you but we uh we really appreciate those things uh and we're back today it's thursday um uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday night. We have much to talk about today. We're going to talk about basketball because basketball happened. And um, dang it, Clint, we were invested. They sucked we us in. Were, they they sucked us, sucked us in. tractor beam. And then. Us right in. And then. And then what did they do to us, Clint? They, <laughs> they did the only did thing do? that they know how to do, which was. That's it. That's the only thing they know how to do. Kick Clint. us in the pants. Right in the crotchal region. Um, uh, we're going to get to that. Um, there's football news. If you're wondering, we haven't talked about it yet. We've done some different episodes. We did our office episode yesterday, which, by the way, we've gotten a lot of feedback Lots from of feedback. you already about um, uh, a lot of people. A lot of people take take these sort of things really of seriously. Around and the office, Daniel. A lot of feel, which you know what, Clint? That's what I'm. That's what I'm here for. Because yeah. if you're going to take something seriously, make it that. Make it. You the know, office. like that's the kind of stuff that we take seriously. <laughs> it, like uh, comparing college football coaches to the office characters. Like we thought hard about those comparisons. You guys had strong opinions. We've gotten some feedback. A lot of you want to see Dan Mullen included uh-huh, in that. Uh-huh. Uh, in that, so we we'll get to some of that. Um, uh, clarify some comments that we made. Um, uh, I don't know. We're we gonna cue up a formal apology later. I don't know no. how that's gonna go. No we're gonna clarify maybe later. some comments no. that Cl- we made. Clarity. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about a new coach. We're gonna talk about a uh, player misconduct uh, and all that, yep, yep. and possibly more on today's show. But Clint, let's start with the basketball team. Yeah. Um, is there? Gosh. Shout out to UJ Hoops fans because um, we've had him on the show before. Runs the best basketball Twitter account on yep. um, Georgia basketball Twitter for sure. Um, and he his hatred for South Carolina basketball team runs deep. He lives in he lives in Columbia, uh, South Carolina, and um, and so you would expect that. But man, the more the more I watch Georgia basketball, the more I even though I don't live in Columbia, South Carolina, the more I, I tend to want to join him because uh-huh. there's something about that South Carolina basketball team, Clint. There's something about Frank Martin and the way that he um, verbally abuses his players on the sidelines, I was just gonna emasculates say, hey, I, them. I am, I am all for getting after your players, but that mm-hmm. was, come on, bro. Like that Calls was, them a dumb SOB. Just uh-huh. go back and read lips. Uh-huh. Gives right in his face, and kid just puts his head down and walks the other way. You can talk about players being soft and players needing hard coach. Look, we're we are Clint mentioned. We're we're for that. We're for getting mm-hmm. after your players. Uh, Frank Martin takes it to another level. Something will come out one day about oh, Frank yeah. Martin. Oh, just yeah. know that something will come out one day about Frank Martin waterboarding one of his players for not going after a loose ball in practice or something like that. Uh, man, I hate South Carolina. Hate them. Uh, Mostly because they beat us. They beat us in basketball, Clint. What were your thoughts about this game? Gosh, Daniel, again, we've talked about ad nauseum so many times, the the hot and coldness of this basketball team. But I actually thought that this was one of the most stable performances that we've had to date all the way through. We Anthony Edwards uh, was pretty consistent. First half, second half, came out, played excellent. Uh, first half, second half. He was? He was excellent, except... 
for a couple missed shots that we just all expect him to drain because he's Ant-Man, but that's unfair right. expectation. Uh, we were soft on the defensive end in the paint, as is expected of this team, so that was horribly consistent. Um, yeah. I, I thought this was the most normalizing game that I've seen yet. It was. We didn't give up any big runs. We gave up some 6-0 runs, some 8-0 runs, but we went on some 6-0 runs, some 8-0 runs ourselves. Um, we were soft inside. Rayshon Hammonds continues to disappoint on the interior, but he did. even he made some plays in this game. He came up with some big rebounds at timely moments. He obviously hit that big three-pointer, got fouled in a huge spot in the game. Um, man, Anthony Edwards, he, got, he lost his guy on a little back screen. For a, for a three-pointer towards the end of regulation. Mm-hmm. He, he got mm-hmm. lost, made a terrible defense play. He failed to get a rebound, and he missed a layup, and then he missed two free throws in overtime. But you just can't say anything negative about this kid. I mean, like, no. did he have some bad plays? Yes, but would we have even been in the neighborhood without him? Absolutely not. Um, I can just hear people. I don't know if there's anybody that cares enough about UJ basketball, but if this is UJ football, I would hear people listening to the podcast uh, demanding some me to talk about Mike Peak in this game so I'm mm-hmm. going to mm-hmm. um, Mike Peak was bad mm-hmm. in this game he made some really bad plays but he got extended minutes down the stretch huge minutes down the stretch he made some really dumb decisions <laughs> like shooting that three towards the end of the game I, like what in I, the world are you doing son um, and so, look, I'm not going to excuse him for any of that. But has my opinion of Mike Peake changed after this game? Absolutely no. not. No, actually, it hasn't. It, I, my, my opinion of him, bad decisions, poor decisions, my opinion has actually grown. Because, again, when he's on the floor, he is more exciting and he excites everybody else. If you watch Anthony Edwards interact with Peake on the floor, Anthony Edwards gets mm-hmm. more excited with Peake on the floor. He he gets into it more. They start chirping, chirping each other in a good way, talking about what the plays are. So, no, Mike Peake is, is only... He uh, was in that game because he's the most physical big man we have, he's the most athletic big man we have, and he's the best rebounder on the team. That's it. That's why he's in that game, and he did those things fairly well, I thought, um, to his credit. So, uh, just couldn't make enough plays down the stretch to win the game. It was a huge bummer, I thought... Some calls went against us, but you know that's basketball. I don't it know is. what to say. That is about that. Um, I don't know. Just we got a few more games left with Anthony Edwards. That's it. Just enjoy Ant Man going to a rim. Hopefully he's going to murder somebody else. Which, by the way, think really quick. This is this is why originally I was not a basketball fan, and I came into basketball because Daniel convinced me to uh, compare Anthony Edwards murdering a fool at Vanderbilt and that dunk. Okay, that was not called a charge. Okay. Because it com- wasn't a charge. Because it wasn't a charge, right. Now now compare that with Severe Wheeler coming down the court with the final seconds in overtime, doing a layup, and big old 21 leaning into Wheeler. Just and sliding slides in. over. And then getting the just charge called like on he, him. Just like he is a creepy old man into some 19-year-old girl's DMs. Like, just sliding in there. Like, that is, that was the biggest just bs call i've ever seen but can we just real quick clint on a scale of one to ten how bad was severe wheeler in this game oh oh daniel he got I, he trapped himself he got, in the half court trap with without south carolina even guarding him he got benched until Rayshon ham fouled out of the game as he should like, have been 
He got, yeah, he got benched for basically the entire second half. He was terrible in this game. I know he made some plays coming down the stretch, but that kid's got a lot of growing up to do. Yeah. If this team's going to be anything next year. All right. That's enough basketball talk for now. Um, we got lots of football issues and um, the office-related issues to clarify, uh, which we'll talk about right now. All right, so, Daniel, the Twitter All machine right. is really good for keeping us honest, is it not? Well, people people have opinions, and we encourage you. If you have, if you have thoughts and opinions about our thoughts and opinions, if you have hot takes on our hot takes, we always say, Hit us up on Twitter. Send us an email. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. This is one of those cases where people do. And this is the, you know, this episode just aired. It's it's Wednesday night as we're recording this. So this episode, uh, the Wednesday episode is less than 24 hours old. If you haven't listened to it, you can go back and listen to it. We, uh, we do a deep dive on current and former college football coaches yeah. and compare them to characters from The Office. And so we think it's a very informative time. We took our time. Again. We think it's a very, a very enlightening conversation. Very much we, so. We did not, we did not rush through it. No. We, um, we gave our takes. We stand by our takes. Um, uh, some people had some opinions, so I just want to throw out. I want mm-hmm. to throw out the two most common opinions that we heard, the two most popular opinions that we heard, and they both involved Dan Mullen, Clint. I'm just gonna have I'm just gonna have you respond. People just des- people just thirsty to get Dan Mullen on this list. You just need you, you need, need to hate on Dan, Dan Mullen, Mullen. Uh-huh. on this list. Which look I get, and we're gonna give you our reasoning why we did not choose Dan Mullen as either of these cases. I'm gonna start with um, uh, a, a comment that we got multiple of, um, uh, so you know it if you send it in. But this was Dan Mullen. As Andy Bernard. Okay. That Dan Mullen is the quintessential Andy Bernard. Now, Here the reason some why that things. is is because Andy, we talked about this. Andy's a try-hard. Uh, he, he is a try-hard. He is a yes. social outcast in the worst way possible. He is the guy that's butting in on conversations, and nobody is wanting him to speak at all. Just like just like Dan is with everyone else in the world. Correct. Correct. Let's Jeff, our, our buddy Jeff, um, sent us an email, and I thought he put it really well. Put it, put it better than anyone. Listen, listen to some of this language that he uses describing both Dan Mullen and Andy Bernard, a okay. person who uses gimmicks and flash to hide his obvious insecurities. Hello. I mean, that's I mean, that's pretty good. Constantly making excuses for his lack of success. Andy Bernard, Dan Mullen. Constantly, <laughs> this is my favorite one. Constantly trying to impress slash surpass a daddy that he will never reach. <laughs> that one's the best one. That's, I mean, That's it's not one. like there are no similarities between yeah. Andy Bernard and Dan Mullen. But quite frankly, this is this one. This one falls flat. I will give the other one that we're going to mention mm-hmm. that some other listeners brought up. I think has a little bit more credibility. And uh, here's why. This one cannot stand for me because Andy Bernard is such a likable character. Yep. Right? Yep. He is a doofus and he's goofy and he has a dumb face and he is a tryhard and he is constantly making excuses. But, but you cheer for him. You like him. He is a guy that you like to laugh at. He's the clown. Right, so I get that Dan Mullen is the clown, but Dan Mullen is also an accessory to domestic violence. I was just gonna say, yeah, the Andy Andy is too naive. He's too 
He's too sweet at times. He wants people to do well in life. Dan Mullen wants to use other people and climb on their dead bodies to get ahead for his own agenda. So that's that can't that can't stand. That is correct. All right, Clint, what was the other Dan Mullen take? Um, we had multiples of these that we heard. It was Gabe. If you remember Gabe, he came on later in the office. Mm-hmm. The tall, gangly, goofy one who just talked about socially awkward, even more socially awkward than Andy. Uh, and Gabe, very, very, very similar. I think they actually double casted Andy. They just needed a, a, a less likable version of him. And so they brought uh-huh. in Gabe to the show. Um, now, we had nobody did a deep dive on this, did they, Daniel? No one gave us the the stats or, or the background, so to say, on why. No one gave us the what? I'm sorry. The the background of why Dan Mullen and Gabe. They just said Gabe should should be Dan Mullen or Dan Mullen should be Gabe. They didn't give any reasons. Nobody so yeah, sent I, an email talking about how like deep detail. Yeah, no, it. no, we didn't get we didn't get a ton of reasoning. We got a lot of people that were casting their vote for for Gabe, which I can understand because Gabe is kind of this. He's kind of this, um, he's always kind of on the other side. You kind of learn to like him on the offense, but it, you don't start out liking him very no. much. Um, he's very insecure, which has Dan Mullen written all over it. Um, but it would, it would and, be too, it'd be yeah, too so much I, to even I can see give, a little bit of game. Yeah, it'd be too much to give Dan even a persona or a personality on the show. Can you remember, was there ever, ever like a warehouse stray dog that the warehouse guys brought in and, and gave food to mm. was that did that ever happen on the office was there an animal that was taken pity on and they sheltered it because it would die on its own you know who is the best oh my gosh this just came to me you know who is the best Dan Mullen comp on the office give it to me what about Jan I think I think oh. Dan Mullen is a Jan uh, she would walk absolutely over your dead body to get what she wanted. S- absolutely self-obsessed. Uh-huh. Not particularly likable. It constantly she, preying on others. And thinks that everybody's coming on to her when actually no one is. Mm-hmm. Really has a high view of herself. Um, and is going to get fired and not see it coming. Oh, my. Dang. Like, that's, that's Dan Mullen as Jan. That might be where I'm going for. Also, honorable mention, shout out to... <laughs> Shout out to this is not one that we got multiples of. Just to be clear, this is a one. This is a one shot deal. One and done. Shout out. Shout out to executive producer, intern, audio engineer Michael. Yep. Um, for the Pete Carroll as Robert California <laughs> reference <laughs> on because that's a fantastic pull right there. It that is. is going deep into the college football lore. Yeah, uh, back all the way back to Pete Carroll, but yeah, he's definitely got a. Not only did he coach at USC, he's definitely got a Robert California uh, vibe to him, which is not. That's a that's a tough ball. All right, we're gonna get some actual football news. Um, uh, oh wait, do you want to hit this? I want, I want hit this clarity really quick. Oh, because, get, really quick. Now there was somebody else who reached out to us on Twitter talking about. Now, they erroneously said, now, I'm not coming against you. I'm actually, this is my defense of Daniel. Not that he needs a defense, but I just wanted out myself. Uh, somebody commented that our hate of Zeus or our critical idea of Zamir White running back next year, we're very low on. Uh, and this follower said, hey, just hold on. He's like Nick Chubb. Give him a season to recover after some knee surgeries, and he's going to find his footing. Now, to be fair, I am the one who's low on Zeus. Okay. Daniel still believes number one back 
expects good things could potentially turn into a a workhorse as he gets a lather going down the season. I this is the problem. This is the problem with hanging out with Clint. Yeah, if you hang out with Clint for too long, you start to get lumped in <laughs> with his bad takes. You know what I'm saying? Like people start to, people Guilty start to look at you and. And go like, hey, you're the guy that thinks Zamir White is trash and that Kenny McIntosh is going to lead the SEC in rushing next year. Uh, yeah. Whereas that's not – I do host a podcast with that guy, but I'm not – we're not the same person. I don't know if, if that's been made clear or not. We I, are different people. We are different people. Daniel has his own thoughts, and they are – Zamir is going to be great. Now, <clears throat> a, little, um, a little background for you. Uh, since the, the Chubb comparison came out, let me just give it to you. Nick Chubb, 2016, uh, you remember 2015 was a bad year for Nick Chubb. Uh, gruesome injury happens then. 2016 comes back, mm-hmm. has 1,130 yards, five yards per carry, eight touchdowns. Okay, a year removed from okay. surgery. Um, the year after that, he had 1,317. 2017. 1,345 yards, 6 yards per carry, and 15 touchdowns. Zamir mm-hmm. White, last year, 408 yards, 5.2 yards per carry, 3 touchdowns. So, yards per carry, 5.2. Uh, I got to give it to her. I got to give it to this follower. The, the comparison looks favorable to me. Nick Chubb got a lot more touches in 2016 than Zamir White did last year, as is evidenced by the fact that Zamir White had a higher yards per carry than Nick Chubb did. Uh, in 2016, coming off of the gruesome injury, the difference is that we had the 2014 data point right. for Nick Chubb before the injury. Right, exactly. Zeus is coming That's in fresh. The this is the baseline here. So we don't know which we way do it's not go. have. We do not have a 2014 freshman All-American season like Nick Chubb had where Ty Gurley went out and Nick Chubb just put the team on his back and said, well, let's go to town. Right. And, and that's exactly what he did. Zamir White has all the high school accolades that a person can have. But listen, you and I have all seen Isaiah Crowell come and go with all the Ooh. high school accolades that a person can have. But that doesn't necessarily equate to performance on the field. So it, it's, it remains to be seen. The comparison is fair in, as a potential breakout candidate for this season i can see that if you're going to say who's a potential breakout star on this team it could be nick chubb Z- but zamir even white. i will say oh i'm sorry it could be zamir white uh, if nick chubb was a potential breakout <laughs> candidate on this team man I, I feel great about that i will still i will stand by this take though that he should not be number eight on anybody's top 10 running backs in no. college football no. list no no now maybe he Show will me. surprise some people and but he needs to show some money first. So that's that's the take on Zamir. We are both expecting better than awful from yeah, him this correct. year. Correct. Um, I'm expecting. I have I have really high hopes for him, but I do need to see it. All right, real football news. Uh, one good, one bad, coming up. All right, Clint, you want to start with the good? Why? Or you want to start with the bad? I, I want to start with the bad and just ask why, Daniel. Why? 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 People hate playing time they hate money they hate making something of themselves they hate being somebody people hate good things clint do you know who hates good things more than most people Devontae wyatt Devontae wyatt does he hates he hates good things hates things can't stand it i had nothing 
I have nothing to say. I have really nothing to say. I don't have thoughts and opinions. I think there's, I'm not here to like litigate. Uh, that's not really what we do. Like we're not here to get into the nitty gritty of the details of somebody's arrest. No. It's a misdemeanor. No. Right. Far as I'm, far as I know, it's a misdemeanor. It is. Um, and so do I expect Devontae Wyatt to be on this team? Yes. Do I expect this to significantly affect his playing time moving forward? And unless he doesn't get his act together, I, I really don't expect an impact. Devontae Wyatt was always going to be near the top of the rotation in the def- in the middle of the defensive line. Yep. And do I expect him to maybe do I expect him to play against Virginia? Maybe not. But do I expect him to um to to reestablish himself back in that similar position by midseason and moving on into the important part of the schedule? Yeah. I, I mean, I do. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. Look, here, I do have something to say. This continues to frustrate me. And if you're a UGA fan and you want to do two things, don't don't go on either side of this. Okay, don't go on the side of calling Devontae Wyatt like burning him at the stake. Don't don't do that. Okay, but don't also go on the side of saying, "Well, these stupid moron kids better know better and put your phone down and stop looking on the Twitter feed." Don't go that side either, the old man crotchety side. Okay, because here's why: from all that we know, apparently he kicked or punched a door. Okay, at a romantic interest's home, and he was not welcome to mm-hmm. do so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's here's all here's what I'm saying, and we've said this a long time, and we're gonna beat this horse till it's dead, and I don't even care. Athens PD, bro, can I can I give you guys a crossword puzzle? Can I like? Hey, can can I, we make a new? Can we make an addition? How about Andy Bernard as the Athens Police Department? Now we're talking. You and talk about a tryhard. Now we're talking. You and talk about you and talk about a tryhard. Look, <laughs> this guy Devontae White should not have been there, and he did something wrong. Hundred percent. 100% accurate. Sure. Okay. Sure he did. Do you know how many other times in life this is happening and and mitigation of talking through removing a gentleman from a dangerous position and saying get out of here and if you come back again we're going to slap a huge uh, crime on you? Yeah, that happens all the time in daily life. Okay. What he did was wrong. Also Also, look. You I'm not saying that this is part of my repertoire or like this was my go-to move when I was dating to punch or kick a door. I really hope you know? not. Like <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying that was my move. Um but if you or I punched or kicked a door, Clint, that's yes. It would it would make some somewhat of an impact. <laughs> Fair to say that if Devontae Wyatt punches or kicks a door, it's a little more noticeable. No, I don't know. No, like a little bit more prominent. Uh, it's the size of my head instead of the size of half my fist because half my fingers are broken and the rest are going into the drywall. This like, this like the Carl Malone syndrome. I, there's this like, back in the day, Carl Malone, Carl Malone was playing. There was this announcer in the NBA that used to, he used to say, "It's not his fault. He's so big. When he hits people, they just fall down. It shouldn't be a foul. He's just too big." But like, okay, well, you got to know when you're a big man, you can't punch or kick a you door. Can't do, whatever, you but, can't do it, Devonte. But also, how about how about the fact that this kid does this thing? I don't know. Like, I'm not here again. I'm not here to decide whether or not this is a serious crime or not. It's not really my no. But how about the fact that the bottom line of ESPN and the SEC Network just says Devonte Wyatt is arrested? Correct. Period. Correct. Like, that's that's tough for the kid. You know, like that's. 
Dan and I are on record talking about how Dan Mullen has harbored fugitives for sexual assault at the University of Florida. Okay? And their headline yeah. reads this. Coach, uh, 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 coach nullified of all charges. Or, or football cr- program in the clear. Okay? Devonta Wyatt gets called arrested. The, the, these are these are ludicrous Just things all, that are compared all, together. All arrests are not the same. They're not all, right, all the same. Forget it. There's real Let's news go to, to happiness. talk about. We didn't we didn't talk about it yesterday because we were talking about the office and such. But we got a new coach, Clay. Hello, we got we got new, a new coach, and he comes he comes with a set of barbells attached to his neck. He, there's never been a person in college football history. Uh-huh. Who's never been an on-field coach before? Who comes with more acclaim than Scott Cochran? True or false? Uh, true, true. In a lot of ways, this is this is like Scott Cochran coming over from Alabama, the strength and conditioning coach over there, famous for his uh, uh, conditioning program that got Alabama Yelling? to where it is. Let's just just call it what yep. it is. Uh, um, players coming out in love for Cochran is huge. We hired a strength and conditioning coach to be an on-the-field coach, and Kirk Herbstreet literally tweeted that this was a, a signifier of the of the balance of power in the SEC shifting. Now, again, just like, a special teams coach was hired. Just that's that's correct. what is factual, and yet behind that, the values and the culture and all the other everything else not on a resume, okay, tells you what every what everybody knows is true is that though he wasn't, quote, allowed to recruit quote, at unquote. Alabama, Sky Cochran was recruiting over there. You understand what I'm saying? And he was dang good at it. You put this guy in some young man's home, sitting in front of his mom and his grandma, oh, yeah. talking about, talking about I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care of your son, and mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure that he makes the right choices, and he's not going to say no to me mm-hmm. because look at me. Would you say no to me? Is that is that the kind of thing that you would do? Um, this that's what everybody knows is happening here. That's, oh, yeah. Scott Scott Cochran as a bona fide recruiter is a dangerous game that we are now playing. And listen, Kirby knows. Uh, he's got he's got other coaches. He knows that you give a guy special teams mm-hmm. and you let him go to work. He can. He can bury his head in film. Mm-hmm. Um, Kirby obviously thinks enough of him to coach. Now, do I think he's going to be a great coach? Like, do I think he's going to be a revolutionary on-the-field coach? No. But, again, this is the type of position where Kirby's like, I can go get an alpha guy and just plug him in somewhere. But he's going to pay dividends. Listen, some of those players that are going to be playing on a special teams unit are going to be five-star guys that he's responsible for recruiting. That's why he's going to be a good special teams coach. You understand what I'm saying? Because 2021-2022. Y'all think that everybody's really mad. Real Matt James Coley. Uh Uh-oh. Florida Connection. Uh Uh-oh. Watch Uh out. Lost a big-time recruiter. Yep. Just gained what I would say, in all honesty, and this is not me spinning, because Coley has a lock on South Florida, sure. Cochran, where's his lock? Uh, The nation? 
Like, he's a national name. Do you guys you guys understand that? You put James Coley's picture and Scott Cochran's picture in front of anybody, most people are going to understand who Cochran is and not who James Coley is, okay? Like, he is a national name because of what he brings from Alabama. Could not be more excited for this. And by the way, start the clock now. I don't know how long Cochran's here, but start it now because we only got X amount of time with him before somebody else makes him D.C. and... Oh no, he'll get promoted from within. I really believe that. I really believe. Oh. I really believe that if it works out, you will see because this is Kirby's boy. You know, like this. They're Kirby, good this friends. Is, we praised Kirby for hiring Todd Munkin, a guy he had never worked with, and breaking the Kirby Smart mold uh-huh. of only going with your guys and hiring Mel Tucker and Dan Lanning and. Uh, Jim Cheney and only guys that you know that are your guys that do your thing. We praised him for hiring Todd Munkin. Let me just let me just say, this this is the exact opposite. <laughs> the anti Munkin hire of that. This is Kirby hiring his guy that he has wanted from day one, and yeah. finally saying like, you know what? If this is what I got to do to get him, this is what I got to do to get him, and we're gonna and we're gonna get him. Do you know what? What kind what? of what? This is incredible just that he's able to do this. Do you know how long it took him to plan all this and to move all the pieces of coaching and be very deliberate and strategic and patient all along the way? Kirby is like a great mm-hmm. white shark that is just lurking in the weird little dark period of the water that no one can see and all of a sudden mm-hmm. just lashing out and taking what he wants. He just disrespectfully walked into a man's front yard, uh-huh. took a dump, walked out with his favorite son just slung over his shoulder and said this i he's my son now he's my son this is i have to I'll take him for, i'll take him he actually loves me better <laughs> t- actually he never loved Correct. you to begin with <laughs> you are a sad pathetic old man go away go away, go away now uh yeah um, no things have changed the the power structure of the SEC as well as national football is is took a huge step it's, it's absolutely true. I can't wait. We'll talk more about it, obviously, uh, the ramifications of Scott Cochran hire. We might get into it a little bit on tomorrow's show. Tomorrow we're going to talk about safeties. As mentioned, it's our last position group that we haven't uh, taken a dive into. We're going to do that. We have not forgotten about you, Richard. We're coming. We're coming, Richard. We're going to talk about it on tomorrow's show. Uh, so tune in tomorrow. We'll dig a deep dive into the safeties. We'll bring the power rankings back, and we'll have a lot more to talk about. And we will see you guys then. See ya.